What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. It's Around the Park with Dave Fleming. We're in St. Louis, final game, Giants and the Cardinals, our guest today. Mike Yastrzemski, we're going to talk to Yaz about how his swing's feeling, all these young guys going to L.A., even Father's Day. Lots to get to. We'll have that conversation right after this. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital Seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. It's Around the Park with Dave Fleming. It's our last day in St. Louis. Giants and the Cardinals here. And uh, our guest today, first time this year, we've got Mike Yastrzemski, which uh, we, we talk to Mike a lot off the show. But nice to have you on the show after a really good game, although with some bad news for the Giants. How's the clubhouse doing this morning after a couple guys go down with injuries? Uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a little bit of mixed emotion. You know, we're... Very excited about how we're playing, feeling good in that sense, but also super bummed because we've got a couple guys down. Uh, you know, big loss having Mitch have the fracture, unfortunately. Uh, you know, JD hopefully will be able to rebound from that as quick as possible. But you know, especially on two straight pitches, essentially, you know, that's that's tough to see happen. So, uh, really feel for those guys and hope they bounce back quick. I've always thought you, now you hit the home run last night against a guy I think is one of the toughest at-bats for a lefty in the league, Cabrera. I've always thought when you're using left field, and especially when you're hanging in there against left-handers, that tells me your swing is feeling pretty good. Are you feeling that way? Yeah, uh, it must be a Stanford thing because Slater told me the same thing. You know, It's unbelievable. You guys have... Have just the the big brains over there, um, but yeah, no, it it it's it's true. When I'm when I'm hanging in there and able to line the ball the other way, you know, hit the ball hard the other way, like last night, um, that's usually a really really good sign that my swing is in a good place. And um, just trying to ride that out and kind of continue that today. I'm not picking a scab, I promise. But what happened to Vandy this year? Uh, I I don't know. A little early exit, you know. I think. Uh, you know, we'll have some discussions about the SEC tournament because uh, I think they kind of wore themselves down a little bit and probably got a little tired. And the thing about that is you're playing such an intense game and then it takes that regional and makes it feel so much less intense. You know, it's like you're playing for a championship and then the next week it's like, all right, we're playing to survive. And that's it's a completely different, like, mental feel. And, um, you know, I think that... Uh, you know, maybe we just take the SEC tournament off and you know save up. A lot, a lot of uh, a lot of other schools have done that at times. You know, where they 
they have early exits in the SEC tournament, get that get that rest that they kind of need, and then uh, take off and get hot when they need to. Hey, speaking of adrenaline and big games and intensity, we're about to go to L.A. F- to be at Dodger Stadium for the first time. What do you think about when you're about to go to, to L.A.? Um, honestly, try to keep it the exact same. Um, it's always hostile territory when you go into a different team's environment. Uh, obviously, that one's a little more intensified, and so – as long as you can try and calm your mind, calm your brain, it's the same game, and you try and handle it that way, and uh, you let the the rowdiness and the intensified experience be for the fans. And I think you're really good at that. You've been around a while now, so you know how to do that. Last minute with Mike Yastrzemski. Now, I could be getting this wrong, but Quinley's not one yet, right? This Oh, she's one. One and a half. She's almost. She'll be two in December. Okay. So this isn't your first Father's Day as a dad, Correct. but Father's Day is coming up this weekend. Has has fatherhood has fatherhood changed your look on baseball on life? Um, it's it's definitely made baseball feel less impactful on my mood. <laughs> uh, when when you get home after an O for four day or a four for four day, and she runs up and says hey dad dad and just gives you a hug it's like ah, there's nothing wrong in this world and, and in that moment and so it's definitely helped a lot with uh my emotional peaks and valleys it's kind of kept everything like very level and very happy versus you know having a tough game and going home and being able to sit on my couch and you know wallow in it for an hour or two but now it's like get to go home and you walk into that and it's like man this is you can't you can't beat it Yeah, that's pretty cool. Time flies. I can't believe she's going to be too soon. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Mike Yastrzemski will get you ready for the game right after this. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school it yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.